0: Hello and welcome back to the podcast. So today episode is gonna be uh just chatting everything fitness really. It's gonna be a sort of I kinda of went on to YouTube and I kind of I was gonna put up my Instagram thing, a QA, a fitness QA, and like that, but you know what, I didn't because I done before and I didn't get really much for a reply, so I kinda of had to make shit up. So today I pretty much went through a couple of different Q&As I found on YouTube and I pulled actually the best questions that people were getting in. I might do this into a part one and part two, or I might decide, I don't know, I, I kind of would like to maybe do something like this once a month or something like that, so in one way I get an extra podcast episode out, because I just really want to try and get episodes out there, because as I said before, I'm trying to just improve the way I chat on a podcast, and trying to make my, my podcast make a little bit more sense and stuff, if that makes sense, but I'm just trying to get as much stuff out there as I can and if I want to do a fitness one then that's why I'm um, I'm doing if I want to do a fitness one I'm gonna try and maybe kind of do something like this maybe once a month if that's possible so today I'm chatting I think fitness so it's gonna be like a Q&A and sort of my opinion on certain things that it comes out in fitness and maybe a couple of questions I've got in the past from clients or even I've been asked myself so we're chatting about first one calories burnt on a fitness tracker now I have briefly spoken on this before so I know if you're a new listener to the podcast, then great. If you are an avid listener, you've probably heard a couple of these answers before. Maybe you haven't or have not. I'm not sure, but I could probably recorded something similar to this way back when because I am in like 120 odd episodes. So maybe it could be all the way back to my first couple of episodes, but I'm just going to recap on that stuff. So, Calorie Burns and like fitness tracker are not 100% accurate. Now, there are some really good fitness trackers out there, Like my Garmin now is pretty good, and Apple Watches are a lot pretty good, and Fitbits and all that are pretty good. But I wouldn't be on the thing of like eating back those calories and like sometimes even when i'm doing my marathon running marathon prep and stuff like that i it's coming up and i'm burning a lot of calories and yet i haven't got into a massive deficit either because a lot of times i'm eating the back which isn't a good idea but you know you should take them with a pinch of salt that's why i say like If you're trying to lose body fat or trying to lose a bit of weight really focus on a calorie deficit through your calorie deficit through your food just eating that getting yourself into a between 200 to a 500 calorie deficit that's what I'd be on for doing more so than really trying to burn or out train your diet if that makes sense body fat percentage for visible abs so this is pretty much what body fat percentage would you need to be at to see your abs and this is different person to person so for example myself at the moment now I would estimate I haven't done it in a long time but I would estimate I'm about 15 to 16 percent body fat now I have a visible outline of my abs they're definitely not where I want them to be at I would sooner I would sooner I would want to be where my goal is to get between 12 and ten percent and maybe I'm trying to maintain in around that. You know, it's it's different from person to person. Women are going to have a higher body color percentage because that's just the way it is. Women are made up. You know, a 20% on a woman looks great. You know, I mean, a 20% on a woman is a healthier range. than obviously, on a man, a 20% would be a lot, you'd look a lot different on a man. But, uh so, it's for We'll go off, just stick with the male perspective, I suppose, because I suppose it's, you know cause guys we all want abs um, so you're talking around that 12 to 10% and then the lower again you're talking more of a stage sort of look but about between 12 and 10% some will get it at 15 you know I, at times I've probably been even in around 15, 14, 13 and I've got pretty visible abs it's just the way my, my abs are made up or when I, when I dial down or the way your abs are developed so that's again you know, it it is. It's gonna take time to just chip away at that fat because we all have a lot more body fat in our bodies than we think. We don't like hearing it, but it's true. Like I'm walking around at fifteen percent, and I train very hard, and I train at a good intensity, and my diet is is pretty good. So, like, if I'm at fifteen percent and I'm seeing a visible outline of abs. You know, more than likely, someone else is going to have to get down to 15 or below it. So you just have to decide, is that something you want to do? And that takes a lot of time to chipping away at the fat, especially if you're someone that's 25, 30, 40%. You know what I mean? Guys don't realize how much body fat they're actually holding when they go to When they say, oh, I want to get abs. Like It's going to take a long time. And again, you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Uh, next one, what to do if your fat loss has stalled? Now, you just got to recheck. With this one again, it's it's more than likely a couple of things. You may have need to adjust your food again and just see where it's at. Maybe you, maybe you're crazy. This happens a lot of times, where people start off and doing their fitness and you know they clean up the diet. They start doing loads of steps. They start doing loads of exercise, and then a couple of weeks in, they realise it's not that sustainable doing all this extra stuff, and then the weight like either weight loss either stalls or you actually gain back a little bit of weight so you've got to just look at what you're at at the minute a lot of times i would suggest just reducing the calories a small bit or if you are someone that's not getting a lot of steps in to increase your activity like that and again getting that non-exercise thermogenesis going where it's like when you're moving about throughout the day and not sitting down for long spells if at all possible getting up cleaning the house getting outside sweeping the yard stuff like that you know stuff that you're going to be moving moving your body a little bit more will help burn an extra couple of calories throughout the day throughout the weeks throughout the months That's you got to look at and if you're someone that's been losing fat for a long long time you know your maintenance calories may have changed again and you might have to drop the calories a little bit lower again so i would say just check your calories and just see how things are going from there and if you have to drop down, down very slightly or start moving a little bit more not too drastic you don't have to go outside and do loads and loads of running or loads and loads of Anthony's just getting a couple more steps and maybe throughout today. and maybe you're hitting 6,000 steps per day and try and get it up to 8,000 steps per day and then that 8,000 over time, that extra 2,000 over time will might be able to kickstart the fat loss again. Barbells for for females, I suppose this can be applied to anyone as well like about the use of barbells, I think some people are a little bit afraid of them because they see them like this big ...lump of metal and that's only for guys that are thrown over their heads or for the bodybuilders and stuff like that. Not at all. I'm a massive, massive fan of a barbell. If you're someone working out from home and you're not sure where to start, I would say buy yourself a barbell... A lot of times they're coming around twenty kilo. Their most bars are twenty kilos. I think a woman's bar is like seventeen point five kg, or you can even buy like a fifteen kilo bar. But I would say aim for that twenty kilo bar. You know, really work off. A lot of females be surprised what they can do with a twenty kilo bar. You know, even if you have to go into the lower rep range, starting off. But they are brilliant. I would say everyone try and work, do a bit of work off of a bar. But I use it every week. I use it every week, every day. Bench press, a massive fan. Again, adding that one point two five to a bar makes a massive, pro, uh, massive. Plus again if you want to develop a strong civic you got it for your squats, you got it, you can do some or you can do some bicep because bent over rows. It's a great, great piece of equipment. I nearly I nearly will put a head of dumbbells because because of the overload. Because with dumbbells, you know, you only can go up so far. With a barbell you can add 1.25s as I said each time. You can get you can get fraction pl- plates if you need them like the, like the 0.5s and stuff like that. So that's where I would be when it comes to uh, barbells. So cheat sheet days. So oh, this is some like a bit of a it's a bit it, it divides opinion, this one. This is pretty much eat whatever you want for a day, just eat everything in sight, And like I'm not a big fan of this, as you may know the answer straight away look it just it just doesn't even sound right if you really think about it and back in the day it was something that i may have tried out for a while never really worked and even using the word cheat is doesn't sound good because it sounds like you're doing something wrong like you should be able to eat a meal once a week that you really enjoy so long as you fit it in to your calories and i know a lot of people go and they can go cold turkey and they go really clean eating for weeks on end and then they just say i'll have one blowout day now if you're able to do that fair enough and get back on track for me it never usually works but what i'd like to do is as i said have maybe a takeaway or something on over the weekend and limited to that because sometimes you know you could go on a stage where you have a takeaway and you could have a weekend where you have takeaway the three nights And like, if you were doing a cheat day you know it's probably the same amount of calories or even a lot more because you just will over-consuming on a cheat day because, like, it just goes all out the window. You're having ice cream, you're having burgers, you're having chips, and then your next meal is going to be something shitty like that. It even goes back to those calorie challenges, which I fucking hate. I just think they're stupid. Like, it's just and oh like just gluttony it's just it's just too much food and i am a fan of takeaways as i said but i'm just not a big fan of cheat days i just think it's it's silly it's just too many calories consumed in the one day and like you're just, you just be feel like shite for a couple of days afterwards as well so you're better off with having a, a meal that you really enjoy like once a week something that's a little bit higher in calories as i said you can fit that in you know you can fit in those meals every, you know you can fit those uh, a calorie uh, every single week or even like if you're getting if you if you're someone that trash calories you know you can fit as i talked about before you can fit in a bar of chocolate every single day maybe you enjoy cereal you could actually have cereal every single day for breakfast so long as it met the rest of your calories throughout the day and i think that's where people go wrong is they kind of over restrict for too long and then they overindulge and then it's hard to get back on track again it's hard once you get used to that sweet taste and if you limit if you pull it away from it for so long it's really hard to get back on track i find after words uh, secrets to bigger arms i'm trying to find that out myself i don't know but this is one where i suppose it's definitely the male side of things and i've always been this person that's kind of try i suppose in my earlier years this was a big deal of trying to get bigger biceps but i have found that like once you put a bit of time into it you can actually it's actually easier to maintain you know it's actually easy easy maintain a, a bit of muscle growth which doesn't makes no sense when i'm going to well i'll try to explain a bit more so for the longest period of time, I'd hit biceps and arms really hard, and I got a nice bit of growth on them. And then I kind of pulled back from the training, where I just throw in at the end, which I know it's kind of... Right now, I want to build them back up again, because I do feel like I have maybe have downsized a little bit too much from the running and stuff. It's not that the running has destroyed my gains or anything like that. It's just I've been, I suppose, not prioritizing arms as much as I'd want to. But that being said, you know again it goes back to your progressive overload chat again about doing maybe, maybe you maybe have a barbell curl and you're starting off with the bar which is twenty kilos and then you start adding on the next week gonna add in you're gonna do twenty two point five for 3 sets of 10 and then try and keep adding a little bit of weight each and each week that's how you do a progressive overload and again a big thing as well is uh, we all tend to as meetings hit for the biceps and try and really work on doing, you know, whether it's your bicep curls hammer curls stuff like that and neglect the triceps but the triceps is a bigger muscle it takes up more of your arm so we will give you that bigger meatier meatier looking arm if you start doing more tricep stuff as well but it, again like it just depends Some people would even say you know, try and if if it's a weak muscle group and it's a group that needs to be hit a little bit more, maybe do it at the start of your workout or even add it in here and there, you know, maybe do an extra couple of sets on a different day. Maybe you're doing a legs push pull or something like that or even a Uh, yeah or legs push pull and maybe adding an extra bicep exercise the following day even on a leg day maybe doing like three sets of 10 it can help it's just about getting a bit more stimulus into the muscle but as i said don't neglect your triceps when it comes to that because it will give you that meatier look and again if we're trying overall arms you know for the shoulders then because we do a lot of pressing movements with our bench press and stuff like that even though i am a fan of overloading the shoulders with some sort of pressing movement definitely make sure you're doing plenty of lateral raises because if you are someone that's chasing aesthetics or chasing that wide kind of look that your lateral raises that will really work giving you that more of a more of a 3d look and again of course doing some rear del flies as well as another way to just build up give you that bit of a bigger look i'm trying if i'm some sort of bodybuilder but this is what i know works in certain ways, and again, like that, you know, your food is gonna come into that as well. If you want to get that you'll make sure you gotta hit in your protein and making sure that you're not um undereating or sometimes again, like a lot of times most people are tuning in to have no problem of under eating, it's more of a problem of overeating, so that shouldn't come the case. But again, you just have to train it like any other muscle group, and if it is needs a little bit more work then add in a couple of more sets here and there throughout the week. Next one then over training. Now, this is a funny one because a lot of times, there's a couple of different ways to look at this. Sometimes you could be under recovered as well. If you are someone that's like hitting the gym really hard, but you're up all night on Xbox or watching Netflix, or you're out the night before, you know you're going to be under recovered, and your workouts are going to suffer. So you got to look at your sleep first of all. Is that optimal, or is not even optimal? Are you actually getting enough of sleep that can really utilize being? Over like that can make you feel like you're overtrained. Sometimes as well, a new stimulus, like for example, you do a new leg workout. That you you're gonna feel a little bit of DOMS like in your legs, and you can be thinking to yourself, "I'm I being overtrained." See, a lot of times it's been under recovered, as I said, and that you know it's a new stimulus, and you can feel like you're overtrained. By all means, you could be overtrained if you're just completely hammering the body. Whereas you're like you're doing. Three hour sessions, seven days a week. Then, of course, you're more than likely going to be overtrained. A lot of times, for the gym that long, you're probably doing too much of the bullshit. i do done that so many times before as well. I do loads of bicep exercises, loads of tricep exercises, reaching hammer the muscle. Where if I was better off, just focus on one or two exercises or three exercises per muscle group and h- hitting them hard enough in that session, making sure that I'm going to close to failure, if not a failure, and each exercise. But again, overtraining is a common thing. It can happen. Like, I used to think that as well. But then, like, your body will get used to certain stimulus as well, and sometimes you have to just push the boundaries. And I like to... I actually like the feeling of being sore, where, they're like, there, there is a thing about this, where, like, there is, you know, that if you're being sore, it doesn't necessarily mean that you've, you've built muscle or that you've... um your your body's uh it's a good sign it can be a good sign and a bad sign but you know a little bit of soreness is there is no harm whatsoever it means that you know in one sense i always look at that i'm working hard or for example like today now my legs are sore after two days from two days ago of training legs now the thing was i'm going to get into another podcast about my own program and stuff but i wasn't hitting legs hard enough i wasn't hitting hitting legs that hard because of all the running and now today i'm really feeling it where like I was just doing a bit of research on it as well. And there was plenty of people that do weight training or bodybuilding with running. And they actually make sure they include legs. Because they found that their legs were stronger for their runs. And they had more muscular endurance in their legs. And their legs were able to last a lot longer. So that could be a case of it too. Now overtraining can occur from, you know... As I said, more than likely, you know, technically, at times I am probably being overtrained with the running and the weightlifting and stuff like that. But your body can recover fast from it. The fitter you get, the more recovery, or the you know, the, the more you're going to recover between sessions as well. So overtraining probably isn't going to happen. Overtraining will happen when your diet is really bad, when your sleep is really bad, when you're spending too much time in the gym, when you're doing too much high intensity work, when you're Going to your max effort every single day—it's like sprinting really hard. Sprint like think of like going to the gym and doing your run neck max every single day on your leg, back, your legs, your back, your chest, every single muscle group to the actual maximum every single day for a couple hours per day. Then you're really going to be overtrained, or maybe you're doing double sessions and the double sessions are just too hard. You do, sometimes people think you have to actually nail yourself to the cross when it comes to training, but you don't. You know you have to you can train smart you know, kid in there, get your workout in and get out. And a lot of people do that where they just do the bare minimum and grow. Some people need to really push themselves to grow and others then will just be overtrained because it's just too much stimulus. The body isn't able for it and some people need that extra stimulus. So it just depends. When you're starting off you'll feel like you've been overtrained. It's just your body's getting used to it. If you are training seven days a week, now look at your training and really tell me, Are you training hard? I actually found now if I do Two days on, one day off. It works really well. Or three days on, one day off. I find that works really well. Rather than doing X amount of days in a row, I've tried five days in a row, and it's worked okay as well. But I just find if I do it two days on, one day off, or three days on, one day off, I just like whether it's like an upper lower day off. You know, your body is really refreshed to hit upper body again. Or if you're doing a legs push pull you know let's push pull rest and then repeat it works really well and rest again you know so maybe two two days on one day off three days on one day off just depends on yourself I find that works really well and then there will not be that feeling of being overly trained has my body changed from running now this is probably yes and no sort of answer I sit on the fence job but it definitely in a sense I am definitely getting a bit fitter has my have i lost any muscle i don't think i have there are times when i feel very flat but that's just sort of the thing of being depleted from a run like you know it's really hard to feel pumped after doing well you will is in the sense of completion of the run and stuff like that but your body or muscles aren't going to be that pumped up because you know you're just you're running hard maybe your legs might and sometimes you come in and you feel a bit depleted you feel a bit of kind of like skinny fat look when you're just your body hasn't just zapped of all glycogen stores and stuff like that and you just feel flat I have felt like that but has my body really changed not really so much now I tell you now it's going to be interesting now because I titled it there later a program I'm going to just do it in this episode i just make this episode solely fitness but with my own program and now I'm actually going to go back to more of a body split again I know I keep chopping and changing I'm so bad for it I think over the years you know, when you've been training for so long, sometimes you need to keep changing. I, well, I find I need to keep changing it up, and like it does work. Cause if you are applying overload in some way, you're gonna, you're gonna find some stimulus. But I just said to myself, now I'm gonna go back to more of a bodybuilding style of training, along with my running. Before I tried doing like a CrossFit style of training along with my running, and I was just finding I was being wiped out because I was doing metcons and I was doing high intensity stuff, and then trying to throw runs in on top of it. It wasn't working. Then couple of weeks ago at the back there I was trying to do some more calisthenic stuff and what I was trying to do was I was trying to do too many skills and too much of a different stimulus or trying to learn too many new things along with doing running and it wasn't working you know I was trying to do too much at the one time where now as I said there I'm, I might have gone with an upper lower day off legs push pull day off that sort of thing i give my trying to make sure i'm getting plenty of recovery in between because i'm running a couple of times per week and now the running's going to kind of go up a little bit higher now as well it was just it was just because like you know i just said to myself you know you just go back to the basics and i would tell everyone what would i tell someone else is doing go back to the basics like and so for example i'm doing like a bench press and i'm i'm kind of working up to like three sets uh, Six reps, uh, three sets of six on a weight like what was that? I think it, today maybe I was going from like I think it was 82.5 three sets of six or something like that, and slowly trying to bring that up and then maybe do like for the push day or whatever, uh, I did like an over overhead press and trying to overload that and you know what I did definitely get the best results like I used to do a full body one for a while as well but I'm not going back to full body now because of just it's just be too much work, it's just too much stimulus I think I was doing way too much I, think I was doing like nearly five days a week. But just picking out as exercise for each, like one picking out a couple of exercises for a muscle group, but like having one main one for each one, if that makes sense. So, my bench press, I'm gonna do a barbell press, some form of a squat. I'm not one hundred percent sure yet what way I'm gonna go with the squat, but I do definitely want to start training legs again. Cause if anything, my body has changed. I don't have big legs anyways. I have shit calves. But I hadn't bad quads and hamstrings and like they've kind of helped held a small bit, but I would like to try and get them a little bit bigger and more fuller looking. As I said before, and it's no offense, I don't think anyone offence to this of like there are some unbelievable runners out there, but I just don't want to look like a runner as in. I don't want to have a frail or build. I want to stay in around the in the between I, if I have to cut down, I don't mind cutting down a small bit because I'll be leaner anyway because I have muscle on me. But I don't want to be real frail looking either. I want to have I want to have the best of both worlds. It, obviously I talked about this before as well. That like you know focusing on trying to build muscle and run the same time isn't going to always work very well together. But I think I have a little bit of muscle memory there from not doing this style of training. So hopefully this new stimulus will help a bit of muscle growth. Even if I just get a bit more fuller looking, I will be happy out. But um, I'm losing my train of thought there again. My body hasn't changed that much, no. And I I do think as well, if I want to keep my muscle on my free, and I've I've got to think of like... The best way to build muscle is to train somewhat like a bodybuilder, and the best way to run is to run. So I'm just going to do a mix of the both, and I'm going to stick with it this time for a long period of time. Especially, I obviously, I'm, like it's funny because it's the it's the longest now I've stuck at running. I could almost say I'm almost six months doing some form of running, which I'm very happy with. Like, because usually I will drop it off at some way. Now I've had weeks where I've done less running. Then I should have. and I. But I've definitely ran a couple of times per week at least. At least twice per week most weeks. Which I'm very happy with. It's just getting back to my weight training thing as well. Because I don't know. Was I hitting a bit of a funk with it as well? Because I was a bit drained from the bit of running. But it's kind of giving me a bit more of a release of life now. Again just to go and hit the gym. Hit the weights. And have my running on, on top of it. Now moving on. Uh, so I suppose. I am sitting in around the maintenance calories at the minute now. I don't know. Like there's part of you that wants to coach, and then there's part of you that wants to try. I'm not. I'm definitely not going to be trying to bulk up. I don't. I don't. Be honest with you. I'm down to. I'm down. I've lost a nice bit of. I've lost a bit of a couple of kilos between the running this year and just just being in a bit of a deficit for a little bit longer. And I'm happy enough. I'm down about three or four kg from my starting point. And maybe I want to drop another two or three kg again and just see how I'm looking then. But I do. I. I ju- I'm just not hundred percent sure if I want to be in a deficit while I'm doing all this running. Like I'm probably going to be deficit anyway from the running. So I am playing around with my calories. My calories are going to be a little bit higher anyway, which is great when I'm feeling good as well. But that's the that is the main thing. So my mood isn't too bad as well. I. Uh, you know my recovery between workouts is fine. Like my actually, it's funny. I'm back to the weight training sessions there, and like you know, it's only down to the fact that I got to get a little bit bored of what I was doing but you know I'm not feeling much of an i I'm not feeling weak or anything like that at all which is great cause even like there recently enough, I'm gonna sound a bit big headed here but I was training like, I was training with the lads there and we were doing like just a bunch of these, one like nice one hit up to 100 kilos whatever and um we were working away at it and he was kind of hitting around the 90 kilo mark and that was kind of like he hit a, he hit a plateau at the 90 kilos and I'm finished the lad, he's really progressed a lot I have to say that for him I'm not giving a name or anything like that. I wouldn't do that. But, like, he has really progressed a lot. And he was, like, I was kind of like, yeah, you know, you could try and switch up your stance or whatever. And I don't, like, sometimes when it comes to exercises, people have their own certain way of doing it. There's no right or wrong way of, like I said say there is a right or wrong way of doing a bench. press. Some people have a wider a wider grip when it comes to a bench. For some people have an outer grip. I have sort of a neutral, more of a neutral one. And I, he just said, why don't you try my grip? And I was like, no, I won't. I'm going to show you mine. When I said, blah, blah, blah. I was just in the gym, like, I was one of the lads at the time. And, um... It was ninety two kilos in the bar, and I hit the ninety two kilos, like it was nothing. And I like, got it sounds bad, like I'd no warm up, no nothing to it, and like, you know, I obviously I would be a big advocate. You have to get a bit of a warm up going. And I was like, I kind of drew the weight back, and I was trying not to be get a but I was like, holy fuck! And I can your man kind of looked at me like, what the fuck? Like ninety two kilos to somebody else who's a big, heavy, strong guy is in a lot of weight but to me i was like fuck that's not bad for a guy who's doing all this running i think pretty much that day or the day before in around it, i was doing like 20k or something like that run so i have definitely kept i definitely haven't lost any strength i've definitely maintained a bit of strength i just want to see what i can do to my body with the combination of the two if that makes sense because if i'm on a nice if i can get myself into a nice calorie range where i'm not Kind of, it's not affecting my runs or it's not affecting my gym sessions. But it's not at the minute. I'm pretty happy. So my body hasn't really changed that much at all. If anything, I've kind of maintained a leaner look. I'm definitely lighter. I'm. I know for a fact. I'm now. I'm in October now. Going all things going well. Nothing. <laughs> oh, I don't overspill too much. But I'm definitely going going into twenty twenty or going into this Christmas anyway lighter than I did last year. And I probably I definitely look better i just want to get a bit more of a tighter leaner look and i don't mind if i have to downside the small because there is you know there is muscle memory there like if i have to get lose a couple more kilos i just want to see how i look like 10 percent body fat again because i haven't got down that low in a long time and i just i know it'll help my running because a lighter body is going to be easier for running as well and i just want to find that happy medium between the aesthetics and the i've really went on a rant here when i chatted about this but i suppose it's just a funny thing i think people chat about doing candles but like can you build muscle and run at the same time it is hard to do both but you can there is you know you're not you're not just going to be a master at either of them Do you know that kind of way a lot of times i would suggest just focusing on one for this time being rather than doing trying to do both now look at i'm a I'm a personal trainer, I'm a group instructor, I can do two days if I need to do two days. If you're working, you know, if you're working a nine-to-five, a regular job, or your job isn't that flexible, you're not going to be able to do both. So maybe you have to really focus on one. It's going to be like, I was just doing a podcast today about this girl that she, trains, she strength trains, and she runs marathons at the same time, and her coach, she has a coach for her running, and the coach doesn't necessarily say... go do strength training but he's not he said he can't he's not going to change in the plan because she enjoys doing the running she enjoys doing the weight training as well and it's not really it's not negative affecting her performance so you know it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean it will it's not just mean you're going to be slowed down by doing it it just depends on obviously if you are like a super heavyweight bodybuilder and trying to run a half marathon or even running 5k is going to be hard i'm talking about the 100 plus kilos like i'm 77 kilos at the moment like so it's it's not it's an ideal weight for either or like for me anyways as i said i don't mind dropping down a little bit late dropping down a couple more kilos if it's going to improve my running because it definitely will improve my body comp as well if i do so that's the way i am when it comes to that but i don't think i have lost any muscle as such, as I said, there are times when you will just feel a bit flatter because you are depleted. Because, you know, you're running hard. Your, your glycogen stores are going to be depleted if you're running long kilometres and stuff like that. And again like that, I'm taking on... As I said, when I do them longer runs, I have energy gels. I have Lugz's sports. I'm At times, after a run, I weigh heavier the next day because I really eat back a lot of that food. I eat a lot of shit the next day. I usually eat a lot of shit that day. But it hasn't negatively affected me yet as such. Obviously... It's not the most science-backed nutrition I'm having at the minute, but I don't really care because I said before it's just about me versus me. It's about me completing a full marathon. As I said, it could—it it, more than likely it's going—I'm going to be coming close to four hours on this marathon. Realistically, unless something changes now in the next six weeks, I cannot see it being anything too amazing when it comes to full marathon. But I don't really care, as I said, I just want to complete the full marathon. I'm going to leave it there at that. I, I may do a part two. I may not at some stage, but I do enjoy doing this style of content because I can just regularly waffle on. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please do share Instagram stories. And, of course, do check out my Facebook and LinkedIn Fitness. If you're interested in doing any group training or one-to-one stuff, do message me on Fitness on Facebook and Instagram if you are living in the Ruscommon area. And I will chat you all next week.